Welcome to Rewired Inspired. I am your host, Elena Petrescu, former accountant, now hypnotist, and body language business trainer. My purpose is to help you rewire your mind to see infinite possibilities and inspire you to create them in your life and business. I share tips, tools, and strategies that help you suspend disbelief so you can quickly overcome challenges, eliminate doubt, remove self-imposed limitations, and create the life and business of your dreams. I believe that good things happen to those who are inspired. Inspired minds are focused and they take action. Through inspired action, people evolve. They gain confidence, change unwanted behavior and habits, develop self-awareness, and realize their full potential, a life with more money, achievement, and impact. You'll hear from leaders that share their story of transformation and how they transitioned from difficult situations towards genuine empowerment in their life and business. You will learn how you can model their lesson and rewire inspire your mind to quickly reach your full potential, making your life and financial goals a reality. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, everybody. It's Elena here with another episode of Rewired Inspired. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is Dr. Hilda Moldovano. And Dr. Hilda is a medical doctor. She is a body transformation specialist and author of the book, The Truth About Thyroid. She works with women and helps them reveal the root cause of their weight gain, lack of energy, and brain fog. She also helps them repair the underlying metabolic imbalances. And finally, she helps them reach permanent weight loss, feel and look 10, 15 years younger, and potentially avoid chronic disease. Dr. Helga, please welcome. Thank you for being here. I am so excited to have you on my show. I am so happy to be with you here, Elena. And when you invited me and I read the uh, title of your show, it resonated with me immediately. I think it's a phenomenal thing you're doing to bring this type of message to people to start with that rewire and make changes in their life that is going to help them become better and also improve their health. So I'm really excited to be here. And I have a lot of respect for you as a professional as well. Same here. I have a lot of respect for you too. And I know that what you do, you're very passionate about it. You helped a lot of people over the year and you do it with with love and care. And I've watched you grow and expand. I even watched your show, which I'm going to ask you a few questions about that because I really feel that my listeners, if we can help, you know, some of them make that mind shift when it comes to health. I think that would be amazing. Now, my first question to you is before we even go into the deep down processes that you have developed yourself over the years to help people, what inspired you to be a doctor? Why a doctor? Why did you take that route? That's a very good question. Well, let's just start by the fact that I I grew up in Puerto Rico. And I'm from the beautiful island in the Caribbean. And I grew up in a family that was sort of an interesting hybrid family where we would go to the doctor, right? Like you would be taken to the doctor. But at the same time, my grandmother had a big herbal garden. So she would do the remedies at home. And she was very much a nurturer. I think I probably grab some of that. <laughs> and she was always helping other people. That was my my dad's mom. And everybody, whenever they had a question, they would come to her to ask. And I spent a lot of time with her as I was growing up. Then the reality of the situation was that when I was approaching high school, I always made academics a priority in my life. I love, it's just who I am. I love learning. I love studying. I have lots of curiosity and lots of questions. And for a moment, I consider that maybe I would go into law school. However, I realized that this body that I have is only one and that I was going to live on it 
in it, right? And once, right? (laughs) For the rest of my life. And it was one. So then I really started thinking, well, with this inclination that I have of helping people and also my curiosity and having one body that I have to live in for the rest of my life, I thought medicine would be a better path in terms of truly understanding how my body works. And that was, I don't know if people think those type of questions, but I did think those type of questions. And, mm-hmm. and, and yes, I wanted to help other people, but yet I wanted to understand the, this beautiful human body that I live in. In fact, when I was in college and I took physics, the project that you have to do for physics, nothing really interested me, but the forces that go in the circulatory system. So I did my physics project doing all kinds of parallels and analogies to the cardiovascular system and the mathematical equations that could be put in there to understand the force with which the blood flow goes through your arteries and tension and all kinds of things that I don't even remember anymore. But that was what I chose to do. And that's beautiful because, you know, our vascular system is very important to our health, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm trained as a hypnotist, so I've learned a little bit about the mind, why we do the things we do. So I think it's important that you ask yourself that question. I want to know more because I live in this body. And I said to myself, I want to know how this works so I can make myself feel better and be better. Now, I know over the years, you have over 25 years of experience. You've helped so many people. You've worked with business owners, executives. You've worked with firefighters, police officers. To get to the root cause, you use your your proprietary unique process. Talk to me about that because I'm sure the listeners will want to know because I know what that proprietary system is. I've, I've looked at your show and I loved everything about your show. So talk to me about that and, you know, go into each of the keys from that proprietary system. Of course I will. So before we go there, I want to kind of come and share with everybody how did that come about? Because it's very important to understand that the conversation that you and I have in here today is a conversation that is not held in many places. That's the Uh, conventional, yeah, right. The conventional way that people are taught, which was my education, I was trained uh, in a conventional way. And it really was triggered by me almost losing my health, how this proprietary system was born. There were two areas that inspired that proprietary system. One was the fact that I almost lost my health when I was 38 years old. And then second, that I already had been in a conventional world that continued to push for matching diagnosis with prescription medication, diagnosis with prescription medication. And often when you take that type of approach, then there's another problem that surfaces out. Thumbs up. Number one, right? Because the root cause was not dealt with, right? Was not dealt with. And then number two, because by following that approach, you're introducing things to the body that can cause other potential side effects that look like another diagnosis that result in another prescription. So an example, you know, somebody can come to the doctor and they, for example, have something, let's just speak something very common, which is uh, high cholesterol. We were talking about the cardiovascular system and the project that I did. So I'm not saying that people should not take high cholesterol prescriptions or that they shoot. I'm not saying one or the other. I'm just giving you an example. Exactly. And so you, you have your cholesterol elevated usually for a female and the underlying cost doesn't become revealed. Then they have high cholesterol. They're given a statin, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Then she starts feeling tired. She was already tired. Now she's feeling even more even tired. More tired. Fatigue right? maybe more fatigue, more brain fog. (laughs) She's gaining more weight, right? Because the underlying cause was not revealed. And then, uh, for example, she continues to have body aches. So then she goes to another specialist, maybe a rheumatologist. And now she gets diagnosed with fibromyalgia, for example. And then now another prescription medication happens and she continues to have symptoms. And now she realizes that when she gets out of bed, 
Her feet are very sore. She can barely make it. She feels like she's 90 years old when she gets out of bed. So then somebody suggests to her that she goes to the podiatrist and now she gets diagnosed with plantar fasciitis. Okay. And it's like a loop, right? It's like, right? A, yeah. And then now let's say she gets steroid injections or whatever they give her and she's still not feeling well. And now somehow somebody decides, well, maybe you need to see a psychiatrist because this is, you continue to complain. And now she gets put on antidepressants. But yet she may have had, and I know for a fact, she did have metabolic imbalances. From the beginning. From the beginning Mm -hmm. that were making her look like somebody that had a problem with her cholesterol, but the problem with the cholesterol was being driven by something else. And in fact, the body is very, very good at protecting itself. So any situation that triggers inflammation, whenever there is a lot of inflammation, sometimes the mechanism of protection that the body has among other mechanisms is for your cholesterol to go off because it works as an insulator. So we can abandon that topic now and answer your question. (laughs) That was just kind of to create a why. Why is this so important? So after doing, oh my gosh, thousands and thousands of consultations, and trust me, I've done it all. I, I started in the conventional way of hospital work and all that. I abandoned hospital work probably about 20 years to go very, very quickly in my career. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a very interesting fact of the reason that I abandoned hospital work was because the hospital sent me a letter, which I just found the other day <laughs> as I was emptying some boxes. I can't believe it. And it was related to the fact that I was not doing enough admissions. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't giving them enough business. Yeah. And it's all so, about the money, right? It's so basically my privileges were going to be sort of like, Taken away, right? Because I was only giving them X amount of business a year. And then that I was going to have to be taking anybody that came through the emergency room. And I said, no, I I gave my resignation and I said, no, because I I work very, very hard to keep my clients healthy. And I call them clients. A lot of people may find that interesting. Why I don't call them patients because I want you to be empowered. Yeah. I want you to be the one that makes your own decisions. That's you what I love about your process. Yeah. You are client. your clients. Yeah. So, so, so then that's how that, it, that came about that I just gave a resignation. They gave me this huge certificate, you know, thanking me for all the years of service in the hospital. And we said goodbye to each other in a very friendly way. But I wasn't about to start taking people off the street when I was cultivating my own clients to stay healthy. And because they were staying healthy, they were not going to the hospital. So so now over the years of doing so many consultations, I started thinking, okay, what are the five keys? What are the five keys of activation? I call them the five keys of activation that I use over and over again. And there's a lot more to my process. It's not just the five keys. In order to get to the five keys, there's a whole entire front end section that I go through is a process is a proprietary process that I go through to help people understand, because at the end of the day, I believe that you need to understand what's happening with you. So you can really be a team. It's a, it's a team effort, right? So you assess people, they come to you and do an assessment, right? It's It's like incredibly incredible uh, type of, and, and mindset is a lot of mindset is involved in there. But when it comes to the five keys, I thought, okay, so when I was writing my thyroid book, that's when I realized, okay, this is, these are five things that are crucial for any person. Okay. So, no, and they and don't, this applies to, to both men and women, right? I mean, we'll talk this about applies that, yeah. to both men and women, but let me just tell you that the difference between men and women and the listeners are going to love this one. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. The listeners are going to get this one. If you don't get anything else, you're going to get this one. So if there was a, a, like, you know, the airplane panels, they have a lot of buttons. Yes. So the man, the male panel has one button only. <laughs> and, and, and the female, and the panel, female panel has, has a full a hundred and they have all different variables inside <laughs> each one of the buttons. I love that. Yeah. And that's so, so true because we, when we do things, our wiring is boom all over the place. Whereas men, they tend to stay in folders, right? Right. Right. So, so yeah, it does apply to any human being. 
any human being. These are the five keys of activation and they're not in any order specifically. And one thing that people will hear me say over and over again, that my clients know this, that the order in which we do things can make or break the results. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but I'll just discuss them in the order that I have them in my diagram in the book. Mm -hmm. And then each person's order may be different. Okay. So that's another important distinction. That's according to their underlying cause, right? Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So the, the one area gastrointestinal health is huge. And a lot of us in this Western world have not been, now there's more information available and at least the average person has heard about the importance of gastrointestinal health. And when I say gastrointestinal health, I'm not talking about just the stomach, the small intestine, the large intestine. I'm also talking about the liver because Mm -hmm. the liver, you know, the bile, all that forms part of the gastrointestinal health. And an important fact is that 70% of the immune function in the human body has to do with the gastrointestinal. That's huge. That's huge. 70%. Wow. It is huge. Yes. The biome on itself, the biome that's in the gastrointestinal tract, you can consider it to be an organ by itself. And there's a lot of things that take play in there. It's not just the biome. A lot of people think, oh, well, I'll just go take some probiotics. Well, no, because at the end of the day, when there's been a breakdown on the system, Mm -hmm. there can be issues with the integrity of the lining of the gastrointestinal tract, and that has to be addressed. There can be issues with the immune function of the gastrointestinal tract, and that has to be assessed, okay? So, but for the purposes of the podcast, let's just list them, right? Uh, Gastrointestinal tract, the nutrition aspect is the second key of activation. That's important. Very much so important. And so think about the nutrition aspect kind of being two lanes. One lane is the macronutrients, what we're eating, mm-hmm. okay? And the other lane being the micronutrients, which are the supplementation. And there's a lot of detail on each one of these lanes because the order in which we do things can make or break the results. So for example, on the macronutrients, often when somebody has an underlying metabolic issue, they are having sugar cravings, lots mm-hmm. of sugar cravings. And for the most part, the person is told, well, that's not a healthy type of food. You need to substitute with these other healthy foods and you need to stop sugar. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work. It doesn't so work because the craving is, is happening. A sugar is more addicting than heroin. And yes. Okay. Especially so, nowadays, because most of the sugar is refined sugar. Exactly. So by going in and looking at the underlying imbalances and creating a a roadmap for that person, we can take advantage of the micronutrient side of that key of activation, right? And then start fueling the body, start is kind of putting the right kind of gasoline. And then suddenly the person says, oh my gosh, I don't have sugar cravings. And now when the sugar cravings get curved down, now we can come into the macronutrient and lead that person in the right path. So again, the order is like a, it's a a dance. I, you know, it has to have some fluidity. And then when people are trying to lose weight, they may say, well, I'm eating like a bird. I can lose weight. I'm in this diet, that diet, I've done everything that I know to do. Well, most people that I encounter that are trying to lose weight, I can't lose weight because they're not eating enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're dieting. And the more you diet, the more your metabolic rate is going to go low oh. and the more difficult that's going to be to lose the weight. But at the same time, you cannot take that person who has already created a problem with her metabolism because of all the dieting, you cannot take that person and just feed them a bunch of food either. You have to prepare the body before you can and then teach them how to eat more. There's the 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 fats that are there, like intermittent fasting, huge problem long-term for women I, to do intermittent fasting. And there'll be a lot of people that disagree with me, but I'm telling you because I've seen it. it. It may work short term but it burns the house long-term. Long-term. Okay. 
It burns the house. Now that's different than occasional fasting where when you fast occasionally, then there are benefits to the body for that. And then the other thing that people do along with the intermittent fasting is they skip breakfast. Yes. The most important meal of the day. Yeah. Well, they do 16 hours of intermittent fasting and then they say, well, I won't have breakfast because I should be eating at this time. Right. Right. You know, anyway, it goes on and on and on. And there's all kinds of reasons why people can't lose the weight. And then on the micronutrient side, there are micronutrients that are involved with blood sugar regulation. There are micronutrients that are involved with thyroid function. There are micronutrients that are involved with fat burning. There are micronutrients that are involved with brain function. There are micronutrients involved with cardiovascular health, bone health. So I can go on and on and on. And knowing how to put that picture together makes a difference for the person. Okay, absolutely. And and well, and I didn't realize that so much goes into it. But now, as you're breaking it down, you know, I see why your process works because it's it's like before you go in and say, "Well, this is the issue." We look at this first, and then this, and then this. And I think that's really important. So talk to me about the rest of the keys. That's, those two are uh, vital, two. definitely. Vital. Number three. Now talk about this one. This one has lots of moving parts. Hormones. Oh. Hormones. Hormones, yes. Hormones. Because we have estrogen hormones that have to do with fat metabolism, right? We have the blood sugar regulation hormones, we have sex hormones, which are for female and man. We have stress hormones, which are more the adrenal hormones. We have thyroid hormones and we have some vitamins that are also considered to be hormones. So a lot of that is important because some people go, well, I'm, oh, I'm fine. I'm doing hormone replacement but they may be doing sex hormone replacement and maybe they didn't look at some of the other hormones. And then not only that, when it comes to hormones is if a person has a breakdown and they truly need replacement, or is it possible to fix some of the underlying imbalances and let the body heal itself? Now, I will never be the type of person for those that take thyroid replacement. I will never be the type of person that says, oh, do this and you can stop your thyroid replacement. I really think that is irresponsible whenever Mm -hmm. you come across somebody doing that or saying that. So that may be possible on occasion. That is not something that I would be a great advocate of. And and I want to teach people that there's a difference between prescription medications and hormone replacement, because when you are taking prescription medications, those are chemicals that your body was not born with. But when you're doing hormone replacement, whether it's thyroid replacement or any kind of other replacement, those are molecules that your body was created to have. To have. So you see and the difference? Yes, I do. And that's so important. Super important. So a lot of what happens when it comes to thyroid and and the thyroid replacement, I meant to pull out my book. I have my book back there. I meant to pull it out, but anyway, I don't have it in my hands. We can just put a screenshot for people. Yes. So they can see the title of it as part of the, uh, the podcast. But the biggest issue that happens, I find in America when it comes to thyroid has been that there's a lot of people on thyroid replacement that feel like the thyroid replacement has helped them, but up to a point. Let's say average I hear is about anywhere from 20 to 50%. Like they go, okay, I am like 20 to 50% better, but I'm not back to myself. And then and what the, happens long-term? That, that they does continue, sustain? They continue to not feel well, but that's because in America and in Canada, I'm sure. Canada, sure, yes. Same. When somebody has low thyroid, they immediately, all that they do for them is to give them something that's called a T4 supplementation. I will not use the brand names, Mm -hmm. but it's a T4 supplementation. And there are different types of thyroid. And I discussed those on the book, okay? How it breaks down until it gets to the cellular level. And what is the type of thyroid that's 
active at the cellular level. But what happens is that T4 has to convert to T3 for the body to be able to use it. Mm -hmm. And it's not as simple as saying, oh, then I'll take T3 by itself, Mm -hmm. right? So we we need the body to be able to convert that so it uses at a cellular level. And what happens to most women particularly is that because all that gets measured on their testing is a TSH and TSH is the hormone that's produced in the brain, thyroid stimulating Mm -hmm. hormone Mm -hmm. that gives you feedback of what's happening with the thyroid. It's just a feedback hormone. So then the feedback comes normal on the test because the person is taking T4. So okay. it really covers the underlying issue. Exactly. Really. It, yeah. it shows, oh, you're normal. And then all these poor ladies are told, oh, you're normal. And I'm then fine. Yep. every symptom as their thyroid is low, they know it, they continue going and they're sent back to the psychiatrist because, you know, God forbid that you continue to say you don't feel well. Well, yeah. Right. So that's something. The other part of this is that for thyroid function, there is micronutrients, as I said earlier, that are important for the thyroid to work efficiently. And then the gastrointestinal tract, remember how we were talking about the gastrointestinal tract? The gastrointestinal tract is paramount on that T4 to T3 conversion. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the nutrients are important on the T4 to T3 conversion. The gastrointestinal tract is important for D3 conversion. So now we're starting to see the interactions that happen. The connection between the... Because there's a lot of people out there that talk about, oh, we address gastrointestinal health, we address this, but what they're doing is they're doing green medicine. And let me tell you what I consider green medicine. They look at all these things different and it's like, oh, here's this supplement, take this for that, take that for that. They type, it's green medicine. It's the same. Because the yeah. picture is not being put together. I, I call it the Rubik's Cube. Yes, yes. The Rubik's Cube has to be solved. And this is why you're here today, because I know even though you are a medical doctor, your process is different. You really do care and look at the root cause and you have, I know you have your own transformation. We'll talk about that. I'll let you finish the whole five keys. Yeah, we'll, we'll finish. So <laughs> that's for the thyroid. And again, the book itself will have more details on that. Oh, but I have to say one thing before we move on to the fourth key. And this is very important. There is a lot of people that have a thyroid condition that's called Hashimoto's. Okay. Have you heard about that, Elena? I haven't, to be honest with you. And, you know, as I'm talking to you, I feel that I need to do a one-on-one with you, to, <laughs> to be honest, because even though I've known you over the years and I've known your process is is um, life-changing. Now, as I'm listening to all what you're describing, I'm thinking, I need your process. So uh, you and I will probably have a one-on-one after. But no, I, I did not hear <laughs> it. It would be so, my pleasure to guide you yeah. through that and to support you. It will be my, pre- my pleasure to support you. So with Hashimoto's, Elena, this is very important because people are told they're having a thyroid condition. Is an autoimmune thyroid condition. condition Where and what does autoimmune mean? Mean, yeah. It means the body itself, the body starts producing antibodies to against the thyroid. So basically, the body is trying to kill its thyroid. Mm. That's Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's, okay. But what did we say earlier? Seventy percent of the immune system is in the gut. Exactly. So a lot of Hashimoto's people at the end of the day, they really have a gut issue that trigger their Hashimoto's. Got you. Wow. That's how the connection is. Got you. Okay. Or is so, so important. I'm telling you. Like it's huge. And I'm just giving you the outline. Oh, I'm it's- sure. I'm sure. That's just, I mean, we have certain amount of time. So, I mean, I, I could invite you to do a second part, really, to, <laughs> to go deeper into this. Okay, so now we're going to number fourth key of activation now. We said number one was gastrointestinal health. Number two, nutrition. And there's two parts inside nutrition. Yeah. Number three, hormones. And there's an infinite amount of parts inside hormones. Then now number four. Number four, neurotransmitter balance. 
And this is where you're, you, you get attracted to the mind, the yes. brain, all the brain chemicals. Mm-hmm. And, and this is very important. But again, let's now do some correlations going back. The gut, if there is inflammation in the gut, that inflammation goes in the bloodstream, crosses the blood-brain barrier, Mm -hmm. and creates inflammation in the brain. Wow. So it gives you that fog effect. No clarity, fogginess, maybe even headaches, eh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Toxicity, Toxicity. Toxicity. And by the way, I'm not an advocate of detox programs, and we don't have the time to... Go into into that. That. Yeah. I, I like to support the body with what it needs and let the body do it itself. Uh, there's a lot of people that think, oh, I'll just do a detox. And then they get sick after the detox. And somebody says to them, oh, that was uh, a healing crisis. I go, no, no, there's no healing crisis. That's a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your body's talking to you. Stop. Telling you something. Yeah. It's usually our Stop. body tells us, you know. And then there could be micronutrient deficiencies that affect the neurotransmitters. For example, amino acid deficiencies, because a lot of the neurotransmitters need amino Amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. Yes. Okay. And then hormonal imbalances can affect the neurotransmitters. There is something that's called the neural endocrine connection. The neural endocrine connection. That means the hormones affect neurotransmitters. And that's why some females feel like they go crazy when they go through menopause. Yes. Well, actually they don't realize they're going crazy. You know, who things are going. The husbands, the husbands, I know. (laughs) Open the window, close the window. No offense, you ladies that are listening, (laughs) but it's your husbands that are realizing and everybody around you. That is so true because my experience is, I tell my husband, open the window, close the window. Open the window, Listen, close the window. I've had people coming to me on the verge of getting a divorce with that during that time. And I would say, don't just give it 90 days, get your hormones and your system in balance, and then go back to your therapies and reassess your divorce because maybe it's not necessary. <laughs> so, oh. so there's neuroendocrine. And to point on something that I also think you'll find fascinating, and I better speed it up here, is that. A lot of people are told, well, you need to work these things, your mind, and you need to, how you think, and and the way you think is going to heal your body. But I find that when people get to a a certain level of a breakdown, Mm -hmm. we have to go and address the metabolic issues. So then they can access their power to think properly. Properly. And to eliminate stress, because stress is is a huge thing, and and. I've listened to your shows and there is internal and external. And as a hypnotist, I know how stress can affect the mind-body because mind and body are part of the same system. Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. Internal stressors, external stressors. And then something that people don't realize is that your state of adrenal health is going to affect your ability to handle your stress. That's why a lot of people say, but when I was younger, I was able to do this and this and that, but now I just break apart with half of it and the adrenals fall on their hormones, right? So then fifth key of activation to wrap it up is movement. Okay. And I don't like to call it exercise. I like to call it movement because Mm -hmm. it's important to, for me to meet each person where they are. So for some people, they are into being able, they train their body and they can continue to train their body. For example, I've had people I work with that they have to start with five minutes of movement and that's all they can do. Okay. In a day, right? They in start off with that. Yeah. That's all they can do. And that's okay. And that's, that's better okay. than nothing. That's okay. Because you have to listen to your body. And I can tell you from my own personal experience, believe it or not, that was me. Because if I try to do movement for more than 15 minutes, I will feel like I have flu-like symptoms. And so sometimes you have to, like I said, fix all the underlying things until you can go and come back and address the other key. But that's to, that's to answer your question about going over the, the five, five keys of activation. Those are it. And when it comes to movement, another very important thing for the uh, listeners and the viewers 
is to know, again, the order in which we do things can make or break the results. I'm into getting high return on my investment because exercise is not necessarily, you know, I don't have hours and hours and hours to do that. So depending on where each person is, then we place the exercise at specific times and the difference between fat burning exercise and muscle building exercise, right? Which is another important part of metabolism because you are probably familiar with the fact that people look like they lose so much muscle as they get older. That's called sarcopenia. So it's not about just losing the weight at the end of the day. It's about being able to build the lean muscle and lose the fat because, and by the way, when people continue to do those yo-yo diets, they continue, they may lose weight, but their fat percentages remain the same or higher. In their body, right? Yes. Right. So, And they don't build the muscle, which is important to have, to build your muscle. They don't, they break it. It breaks they down. They break it, yeah. They have, they have accelerated sarcopenia and that's, uh, that accelerates aging. Yes. And that's why they, they end up going back to square one. It works for short and then they're yes. back to square one. Wow, that is eye-opening, really, listening to you, even for myself. It's very eye-opening. I know you had your own transformation, and that's how you developed this unique proprietary system. Are you okay if I share your before and after just for the listeners to have at least a, you know, a ha-ha moment just to see what you look before and after you actually I went through all these steps and you fixed yourself first and then said, now that I've gone through and I figured everything, I've got all my answers, I tested, because I'm sure you went through and tested everything to, to come up with this proprietary process that actually works, which is very important because, you know, there's so many people out there who says, well, I can help you do this, I can help you do that. But they're a process that does not work and they have not actually done it themselves. So. Let me share it if that's okay. Yes, you do have my permission. Thank you. So I'll try and share that. So there you are for everybody to see. You were, what, 38 years old here? I was 38 years old there. And I started, my health started declining about 18 months to two years before that. At that point, I was already feeling great. I still had the weight on me, but I was feeling great. In fact, I was doing the opening uh, speaking for one of my clients that did uh, financial services. So I knew I was feeling good enough to do that, she asked me. But my energy was still low. In fact, I had to take the entire day off from work just for me to get ready and show up to that event to do a 20-minute presentation. But I did it because I wanted, I I was already getting better. But basically I had been gaining weight out of control. I was feeling extremely tired. I had muscle aches. The plantar surface of my feet were extremely painful. I felt like I was 80 years old. I had brain fog. For example, a day of work, I kept working, but basically I would end my days at 10 p.m. Then that would make it even harder because I was living on sugar. I was living on caffeine and somebody could say, well, because she was living on sugar and caffeine, that's why that happened. No, I was using the sugar and caffeine as self-medication because, help you. because one thing I should do for the future is show you the before, before, the before, just so you can see that that was a drastic amount of not only weight gain, but the swelling of the face, the roundness okay. of the face and yep. the thickening, just the feeling thick all over. So that was at 38 and this photo shoot, the second photo that you see there. And you look that, gorgeous here. Uh, <laughs> Many years later, I don't know how old you are here. No, and you no, don't, I was 42. You don't, oh, 42. I was 42 okay. on the second photo and I, I had gotten to, you know, I used three important steps to the body transformation that I offer. And one is the being able to reveal the root cause, which we've talked a lot about that today. Yes. The other part is to repair the metabolic imbalances. So on that before photo, even though I had the weight, I had been repairing metabolic imbalances to the degree that I had the energy to do this speaking. And then the, uh, Third part is to reach, you reach, get your life back. Get your life back. You know, so at 42, I was feeling like I have my life back. This is great. I contemplated 
quitting medicine, believe it or not. I contemplated quitting medicine because well, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't either. And, and honestly, that's that's a big thing because in order for me to work, Helena, I had to go and work on Mondays, rest all day on Tuesdays, work on Wednesdays, rest that's all day on Thursdays, and work half day on Fridays. That's how I I kept. That, that was I, your 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 daily routine at that time i had to or i yeah. was going to have to i couldn't do two days back to back in wow. fact when i was invited to do that 20 minute speech i was i almost said no but i knew i had to say yes and i took the day off and i got myself you know just just to go and the only reason that photo exists is because one of my clients took it because there was a time of my life that I was not taking photos because why would I take photos of that person? That was not me. Yes. And, and, and now I'm grateful that she did take that photo for me to remember, because I don't ever want to forget. And I can show and tell is, is I am the product. Yes. I am the product of this proprietary process. process. So, and it doesn't just work for me. It works for everybody. And it works even if then, let's say you go through menopause and your metabolism gets a little off again. And even if there's weight gain, you can always come back to the same process and put yourself back. Where you yeah. <laughs> What's amazing, I noticed that in that picture, you were wearing the same top you're wearing now. How amazing yeah. is that? This right? is the yeah. same. This same. is the same. Same. But same. you look you look completely different. So you look amazing, by the way. And yeah, well, uh, this is over 10 years after the after. I need to do the after of the after. Yeah. You see, what I love about your process is once they go, let's say someone decides to 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 contact you from the listeners. Once they start with you, I know that you want them to be independent, not codependent. So you're going to walk them through a process that it will give them what they really need to sustain and to be healthy for the rest of their life if they make the right choices. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and when you think about it, I mean, look at the effort, Elena, that people put into, I mean, trust me, I'm all for a beautiful home. I'm all for beautiful kitchen. I'm all yeah. for a beautiful car. Let's just be clear. Yes. Um, I think we all are. Yes. I'm all for a beautiful wardrobe. Yes. But what good are all those things? If, you're not if healthy. you lose your health and you okay. lose yourself yes. and you just are having aches and pains and not feeling well and not not living at your maximum. And, and I think that this is why I have such a big heart for businesswoman, entrepreneurial woman, even the CEOs of the family, you know, they're businesswoman, the CEOs of the family, they have a huge responsibility. And it's because, I mean, that happened as a result of also me working with people and, and working extra hours and just allowing myself to have extra stress. There is a reason that you get there, right? Yes. Yeah. And also then your metabolism is off. And by the way, on that before photo, which I don't know if I share with you, another colleague of mine suggested that maybe I needed antidepressants. Wow. That it was in my head that I probably just needed antidepressants. And I'm like, I don't need antidepressants. So it took, there's a whole entire part of this story that we're not talking about. It took for me to go out and get a new education, invest a lot of uh, resources, time, money, and effort for me to learn about all these things. And to, to make the to changes to you. And that was going to be my next right. question. You know, you, you know I've, I work with people too. And I feel that sometimes... Some people, they need to reach rock bottom before they say, okay, I've had enough. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get better. And then there are some that will do it faster. Yeah, most so, people, because pain is a big motivator. Pain is a big motivator. And, you know, we like to stay in that comfort zone. And when we don't feel good, we just become couch potatoes. And, you know, we kind of, right, you know. Right. 
it's just kind of like people are used to look at the cost of other things, but they're not used to look at the cost of their health. How much is it costing a person to not have stamina? How much is it costing them that their their relationships are kind of not there because they they don't have the energy? What? How much is it costing in their marriage because they're just feeling blah and they don't want to do things like they used to do before? How much is it costing in a business as a business owner that doesn't have the creativity, that doesn't have the uh, stamina to create and implement new methods of creating revenue because they're not feeling up to their best? How much is it costing that author that wants to write that book, but just doesn't have it in them to do it because they don't have the energy? How much is it costing that entrepreneurial person that wants to start a new company and has a great idea, but can't do it? And how much is costing that other person, woman, that finally has the opportunity to go to law school and expand in her education And then she simply cannot do it because she doesn't have the stamina. These are real stories. Every story I I just said there has been a client of mine. I'm oh, I'm I'm 100 percent sure. And believe me, I was through my hypnosis, I get people in here who come for hypnosis who tell me, oh, I went to my doctor and he's suggesting antidepressants. Or I went to my doctor and you know they've done all the blood tests and, and everything is fine, yet I feel I don't feel good or so I'm, I know, like I hear stories too from my own clients. So I totally understand. And I know that your process is absolutely fantastic. And I hope that the listeners will, I know they've taken a lot from this, even myself. And what I like to ask you is, is there a place where they can go if they want to reach out to you? where they can go and say, hey, Dr. Hilda, I would like to maybe know more and work with you. If 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 that is the case, if you want to share that link with us here, that would be great. And I know you mentioned to me that, you know, as a as your way of giving back to the community, you have agreed to gift the book to the listeners. Yes. Yes. That is so nice. And I so thank you for that. And I'm sure my listeners will really appreciate that. So Dr. Hilda, tell us the, the link or where they can go to reach out to you uh, if they want to work with you, because I know that your process works and where they can reach out so they can also uh, receive a, a digital copy of your of your book. Yes. So they can look at drhilda.md dot com, drhildamd.com. But to make it easier, Lena, we're going to provide you with the link so it can be placed perfect on, on the video. That would and be great. We may have a different link for the book. So that's why I'm making that distinction there. So then let's let's just give you that and we'll put it in the there. but online and online I'll have gifts which will be the book. And you'll be able to find more information. Beautiful. Thank you so much. My final question is, what do you have on the pipe moving forward? What is one thing that you feel, okay, you know what? This is another thing I'm passionate about that I really would like to to do moving forward. I know you're helping people, but is there anything else that you feel, you know, I really would love to still continue to do this or try that? Or what would that be? Well, something that I do have in the pipe, and it does have to do with helping people, <laughs> and is 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 I for for next year, I would like to create the opportunity for more people to spend a weekend with me. That's awesome. And yes, so spend a weekend where we will cover a lot of these, unpack it, and then have. Um, system where every person that attends will be able to individualize it for themselves and walk out of that weekend with a great roadmap for how to 
take care of themselves and what are the areas that need attention and work a little bit on their why and their mindset, because you do need to know what your why is Mm -hmm. to have a reason. My why at that moment was my daughter. I mean, my daughter, I knew I had to be there for her and I didn't have the energy and I was hurting everywhere and I couldn't even play with her because I was so exhausted. So that's kind of exciting. That's beautiful. Uh, Yes. And then that will create a format where we break through barriers, geographical barriers, and more people have access to this and more people can uh, say yes to helping themselves and bring their desire, their willingness and their teachability to the table. And then I can meet them where they are and just help them achieve their goals. That's awesome. And that's one way they can easily get uh, more access to you as well, because I feel that these retreats, they really do impact where you get them and show them step by step. So yeah, I will definitely look forward to that myself because you know, I may actually come along and join you. And and I'll make it easy. We'll start it online. We'll start it online. So then there's no, we'll, we'll do it on an online format. And then from there we can Expand from there. Yes, exactly. exactly. That's so beautiful. Dr. Hilda, thank you so much for being on my show. I am so very happy to have you as a guest. I will invite you again because I know there is so much more that you and I can can talk and and, and I'm sure the listeners will want to know more. And thank you for taking the time. I very much appreciate it. It's my pleasure, Elena. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Rewired Inspired Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues, friends, and family. Do you have a question, comment, or topic idea for a future episode? Please reach me directly at elenapetrescu.com. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Stay inspired as there is unlimited potential in your life and business. Thank you for listening.